My favorite holiday of the year is right around the corner. And it's incredible how deeply I feel connected to the holiday of Sukkot. And it's no coincidence that it comes right now in this time of the year. There's a question that's brought in the Gemara, which is why Sukkot now? At the end of the day, if we sit in a Sukkah because the Jewish people sat in booths in the desert, it should be after Pesach, obviously. Pesach, if you're in New York right now and you hear the rain in the background, it is quite obvious that the weather would be far better. So why now? Um, and it's very simple because it says in the Torah when it talks about the Dalad Minim, the four species that we shake on Sukkot, it says, Should you take it on the first day, which means there is a very deep relationship we have from the first day of the month to the 15th day of the month, which is Sukkot. So Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot are very deeply connected. And it's no coincidence that we're really going on a journey. One of my favorite Hasidic discourses really talks about the relationship that we really start from Toba Av. Toba Av, which is Jewish Valentine's Day, the 15th of the month of Av, is the day the whole journey begins, really. We have a crush on Hashem, Hashem is a crush on us, Hashem is interested in us. And then we go through Elul and it's courtship, we date Hashem. We actually, Hashem is in the field, Hashem loves us. We get to Rosh Hashanah and Hashem proposes. And a few hours later, we blow the shofar and says, Yes, Hashem, we are willing to get married to you. And it's a very short engagement because only nine days later, we have our wedding day, Yom Kippur. We wear white, we fast. Um, and then five days later, we celebrate the celebration of our wedding, which is Sukkot. Sukkot is really the month of Hasenah time of our rejoicing and our happiness and the question is what is the relationship between joy and the themes in which we've discussed in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur I think this year more than ever I've really seen that Yom Kippur when Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur come around there's a lot of Teshuvah that we talk about and Teshuvah is a prerequisite to understanding the concept of joy which might sound radical but if you don't understand the concept of Teshuvah of returning to Hashem, returning to yourself, Tashuv Hey, returning to your Chelakai, then you're never going to truly embrace and truly understand what is joy. Because without acceptance, there's no joy. Tashuvah is about accepting yourself, realizing Hashem loves you. And it's very simple. It's actually the most simple equation. By the time we get to Ne'ilah, the fifth prayer, on Yom Kippur and we are locked in with Hashem it should be a but it should be the clearest clearest as day that Hashem loves us and is obsessed with us and wants to be one with us and there's nothing to do to separate it and everything that we thought we did last year like it just evaporates at this point it completely evaporates at this point because we've just revisited ourselves, we've relearned about ourselves, we understood that all those things that we did wrong wasn't even us, we weren't even doing it, we were usurped by a monster, by the animal soul that was just instinctive, that wasn't thinking straight. We don't even identify with that person, that version of ourselves, like it wasn't us. It just, and it, it won't be us, because like, that's not who we are. God accepts us and loves us and we're amazing, and we're on a high. And as soon as we accept ourselves, then the joy kicks in. 
then we have Zman Pinchasenu. We have Sukkot, a very important holiday. And what's so beautiful about the holiday of Sukkot is that every single mitzvah on the holiday is all about acceptance and is celebrating you for who you are. And I'm not making this up because the two main mitzvahs of this holiday, one, sitting in the sukkah, two, shaking the lulav and etrog, which is wild. Why do we sit in a sukkah? A sukkah is, firstly, my favorite thing in the world. You sit in the sukkah. Everything you do out of the sukkah is just a regular thing that you do. You do it in the sukkah, it's a mitzvah. You read a book outside the sukkah, you're reading a book. You read a book inside the sukkah, it's a mitzvah. The entire sukkah is like every single regular thing you do, you bring it inside your sukkah and it's a mitzvah. It doesn't, your entire body is in the sukkah. You're just like celebrating yourself. It's like, it's like a superpower. I would say the sukkah is like a superpower. It's like outside the sukkah, you're regular, you come into the sukkah, incredible, unbelievable. It's like, it's always funny when like you congratulate kids on doing regular things. It's like, oh, you brush your teeth. Amazing. That's so special. That's Sukkot. Sukkot Hashem just accepts you. It's like so much love and acceptance. Like it's like, it's crazy. It's all, it's all shub. It's like, you're the best. And it's like, it's no coincidence. It's like, okay, now that you know you're the best, let's train you into it. And we have this whole holiday where every single mitzvah we do, we step in the sukkah. And Hashem's like, wow, you're awesome. You ate, but you ate in the sukkah? Wow. And the truth is, the entire Judaism is exactly like that. It's like you eat, you say a bracha, wow, superfood. Wow, you, I don't know, you washed your hands, but you said a bracha because like you ate bread. You should wash your hands anyways before you eat. It's just sanitary. But Hashem's like, wow superpower like you wake up in the morning and you're gr- grateful you say madani so it's like wow superpower our entire judaism is literally just sukkahs but on sukkahs like you see it in such a like obvious way like hashem's training us in hashem's saying yeah you've got this you're amazing i accept every single part of you and i have favorite idea i say it every year but i'm obsessed Rab Chaim vital says my sukkah is a hug because the minimum requirement of a sukkah is two and a half walls and it says very clearly in Shir Hashirim, Smeli Tachav Chalroshi, Biyamina Tachav Kaini, Smeli Tachav Chalroshi, which is, represents Gavor, represents Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And then we have Yamina Tachav Kaini, the right hand embraces me. And if you look at the right hand, put out all your left hand, and you measure one part of your, your, for your shoulder to your elbow, that's one wall. Then your elbow to your wrist is two wall, and then the little bit, the little half of your hand. A sukkah is a hug from Hashem. Hashem embraces you. Hashem loves you. Hashem accepts you. And Hashem shows you that He does. Not only does Hashem love and accept us through the concept of a sukkah, Hashem loves and accepts us through the Dalad Minut. If you know me, you know I love doing the mitzvah, Lulav and Etrog. I love going around to people and asking them to shake Lulav. Um, it's so fun. I'm obsessed, especially because like, as a woman, it's the only mitzvah that you can actually know that someone's doing a mitzvah on the spot. Like if I give someone candles, right? Shabbat candles, you're not sure if they did it, but the mitzvah like that you shook it, you know, on the spot that they did it. 
and it's so fun like I was running around Tel Aviv last year like shaking all the natural with people and people loved it and I was like why does everyone love it so much and it's so obvious because the entire concept of the natural is like don't be judgmental my favorite sicha it's must be said a billion trillion times that all four of the Dalad Minim represent four different types of juice. The etrog has a taste and a smell. The lulav is from a date tree, so it has a taste but no smell. Hadas has a smell and no taste, a, mer- a myrtle. And an arava, a willow, has no taste and no smell. And the rub explains that these are four different types of juice. The smell represents juice that do mitzvot, and the taste represents juice that learn Torah. And there are some Jews that are very charitable. And some everyone's done a mitzvah at least once in their life. There's not one person on the planet that hasn't opened the door for someone. So everyone is at least a myrtle. And there are Jews that are very preoccupied with Torah learning. And there are lulav. And there are Jews that do both. And there are etrog. And then there are aravot. That's just it. There are Jews that are willows. That perhaps don't, do, don't ever do a mitzvah. And don't learn any Torah but you can't do the mitzvah without the arava which is what I love like you can't do the mitzvah without it without the fall it just represents all Jews coming together and there's nothing more loving and unifying than that and when I say the bracha on the first day it really gives me chills it makes me remember and think that Hashem's not judgmental so why am I judging myself Hashem loves and accepts me. Everything I do in the midst, everything I do in the sukkah is like a superpower. Why am I not tapping into that? And I think it's good training to start the year. And it's amazing, I think, that this entire concept is what brings Simcha. One more thing is that also the balls that we bring on sukkahs, we start the first day, we give 13, going down 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. And if you count up all those numbers, um, it makes up 70, which basically represents the 70 nations of the world. So on Sukkot, we actually celebrate all of humanity. The most accepting, loving, fun holiday. I love it. Obsessed. And what's amazing is it's called Zman Simchatenu. It's a time of our rejoicing. It's the only holiday that's called Zman Simchatenu. It's a time of our rejoicing. And think it's a secret a secret to happiness a secret to joy is acceptance accept yourself accept your neighbor accept your community accept humanity and remember that you have a superpower and that superpower is that like anything that you do with the right intention and the right goal can be super like don't think nothing nothing you do is regular Judaism is all about like everything's incredible it's not about there's no there's no differentiation between spiritual and physical everything physical has the power to be elevated everything physical can have a superpower and Sukkot is the holiday that emphasizes that and tells you like you should be happy why should you be happy not for the crazy magical moments in life but every moment can be magical Kabbalah explains, which I love, is that the word Adonai, which is how Hashem relates to this world in the regular day-to-day life, 
and Yudke Vavke, which is like the wondrous version of how Hashem relates to the world, like Adonai's like sunrise, sunset, uh, and Yudke Vavke is like splitting of the sea. If you combine those, that essentially, if you combine the numerical value is 91, and 91 is the numerical value of Sukkah, which shows us that Sukkah is all about, Sukkah is all about us bringing together the physical and the spiritual. So for me, there is nothing more magical than this holiday. We have superpowers. Love yourself, accept yourself. Realize that every day in your life, you can be happy. Happiness is not a destination. Happiness is the present. Happiness is the journey. People think I need to get happy and you don't reach happiness. There's no reaching happiness. You are happy now. You make yourself happy. You make your regular mornings happy because your whole life is going to be mornings, evenings. For the rest of your life, you're going to be waking up in the morning and going to sleep at night. And when you don't, you won't be here. And that's life. People forget that. People say, when life begins. When is life going to begin? Life's today. Life's now. So, wishing you a very joyous and very happy holiday. And may you always feel love, happiness, joy, accept yourself. Wishing you a very happy Sukkot. Chag Sameach. Love, Chana.